Bullshit. An OBS show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash nobs. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. It's the No BS Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich. Our guest today is Jonathan Potts of Robert Morris University. But first, let's hit the bullseye. Jonathan said he drinks a lot of coffee, so we're going to ask him where his coffee allegiance is. But we're going to first talk about two tribes who see it as a coffee war. So about seven or eight years ago, Dunkin' Donuts decided to do market research. And you'll hear me talk a lot about market research and marketing intel and how essential it is to put the customer and prospective customers at the center of your marketing efforts and your market research. Dunkin' Donuts basically decided to go across the country and look in different geographic markets, and they would go in front of the store. Someone that was coming in regularly, they would say, if I pay you $100 to go to Starbucks, would you do that? Then we'll talk at the end of the week. And then they'd go across the street to people that were walking into Starbucks and said, if I pay you $100 to go to Dunkin' for a week, could we then talk at the end of this week? And they did that all across the country, and they learned that the mindset of these two different groups was so passionate and significant that they said they were really two tribes. And this was really when you started to hear how the term tribe was becoming more and more prevalent. I know Seth Godin talked about tribes starting probably about 10 years ago. So they jumped on this and they said there was the Duncan tribe and the Starbucks tribe. And so the Duncan tribe was fine with being part of a group. They wanted to be an everyday person. They said things like, why can't it just be small, medium, and large? They would also repeatedly say, if I want to sit on a couch, I'll stay home and drink my coffee. On the other hand, Starbucks customers wanted to be seen as an individual. They wanted to be seen as a trendsetter. They wanted to be treated differently. The company decided that for us to compete in this marketplace, we need to call attention to that segmentation and we need to position by that segment. So Duncan began to really talk about how they were every man or every woman, and they were, you were part of a group, and it was no frills, but yet still good coffee that you knew what you were going to get for a price. Starbucks continued their positioning of being the trendsetter, of being that third place that Howard Schultz talked about, work, home, and the third place being Starbucks. They have their logo, their cups around Christmas. Everything is eclectic and trendy. The two different segments, the Starbucks segment they found is more a higher level professional or management and a higher income, but also the creative artistic professions. The mid-level professional and mid-level manager and mid-level economically was more of the Dunkin' Donuts customers. So that's what segmentation is and then positioning by segment. Dunkin' in the past seven years has grown 36% market share for Starbucks, 24% for Dunkin'. They are the two major players, but still 40% calls themselves other. So that's what segmentation is. That's what positioning is. What tribe are you part of? And let's find out right now what a big coffee drinker 
Jonathan Potts, Vice President at Robert Morris University. Which tribe are you from? Either of those two or another one? Well, I think if I had to choose between Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts, I probably am in the Starbucks tribe. Um, I think just because, you know, I remember going there when it first opened in Pittsburgh, and um, I, I do like their coffee. But I always try to go local when I can. Um, I live in Brookline. There's a great neighborhood coffee shop there called 802 Bean. That's been it's been open for about eight years now. It's been a couple of different names. Um, Robert Morris, the place I like to go, is in Coriopolis called Anchor and Anvil. Um, they also have a location in Ben Avon. Um, it's it's sort of my office away from the office in a lot of ways, um, and it's kind of part of a nice little revitalization that's going on in Coriopolis. Um, so, you know, I think uh, the, the national change. I am I, I do lean towards Starbucks, but I, I definitely like a good local coffee shop. Well, one of the things you and I are going to talk about in part two of your guest visit here is about segmentation and positioning. So we will touch on how Robert Morris does that. Uh, but another rant post that I'd done, blog post rant on the show, was about how we like to have a certain level of distraction and noise. Like my place, my go-to place is Rock and Joe right up the street here. And you have a couple go-to ones that you mentioned. And that is because if we're in the office and it's noisy, that same level of noise will actually distract us because we understand mm -hmm. the conversation. But when we go to a place like Rock and Joe or your play, two places you named, you have the same amount of noises in the office usually, but since it's anonymous,